Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, August 1st, and we have completed week 30 of 2022. As a reminder, businesstravel360.com is a great resource to take advantage of for everything business travel. Here you can listen, read, watch, take advantage of deals, look up events, and even have some fun with some great videos. Check all of this out at businesstravel360.com. Now, let's get to the headlines. The World Health Organization declared monkeypox, the virus that has been detected in 75 countries and has infected at least 16,000 people, a global health emergency. While the CDC is under pressure to follow the WHO's declaration, it has not followed suit. The CDC is taking this threat very seriously, said Dr. Anthony Fauci. Monkeypox is not a new virus, but its pattern of spreading is new. Two children in the U.S. have been infected, very likely due to -to skin-to-skin contact with someone who was infected. Based on the pattern emerging, the virus does not seem to be a concern among the general population, he added. About 300,000 doses of vaccines have already been distributed, and another 800,000 doses should be out within this week. We've got to outreach the community predominantly at risk, and we've got to do it without any stigma associated with that, he emphasized, because stigma is the biggest enemy of public health. Frontier and Spirit have canceled their merger agreement as the deal failed to gain support of Spirit's shareholders. The move announced by Spirit Airlines at a special shareholders' meeting on Wednesday came as Spirit aborted the proxy vote that had been in progress, which asked the company's investors to approve a merger with Frontier Airlines. The failure of the merger came after a concerted effort by JetBlue to persuade Spirit investors to reject the deal with the Frontier. It also came after four delays of the vote since June. Spirit Management and its board of directors backed the merger proposal throughout the process. JetBlue and Spirit now have said that they've signed a merger agreement for the former to take over the low-cost airline for $3.8 billion. If approved, the deal could create the fifth-largest airline in the U.S. and be a national low-fare challenger to the dominant Big Four airlines. The combined entity will be based in New York and led by JetBlue CEO Robin Hayes. Under the terms of the agreement, JetBlue will acquire Spirit for $33.50 per share in cash, including a prepayment of $2.50 per share of cash payable upon Spirit stockholders' approval of the transaction. SpotNana, a travel technology startup that came out of stealth mode nearly one year ago, has raised $75 million in Series B funding. The round was led by Durable Capital Partners LP with participation from existing investors, Madrona Venture Group, and Blank Ventures. SpotNana describes a solution as a travel-as-a-service platform combining everything from online booking tools to a booking engine system of record for booking travel, mid-office replacement, and data integrations for the travel inventory. The solution is a single cloud-based technology stack that can be used by corporations, travel management companies, suppliers, and technology providers. SpotNana will use the funding to grow its engineering and product teams. It currently has more than 200 people in eight locations around the world. 
Europe-based online travel agency LastMinute.com is in the midst of a major restricting following the arrest of its CEO and COO last week. The company is under investigation by authorities in Switzerland regarding the alleged misuse of COVID-19 relief funds. On Friday, LastMinute.com released a statement saying that five people, including its CEO and COO, were taken by Swiss authorities in connection with the investigation of suspicions of fraud, unlawful claim of social insurance or social assistance benefits, and breach of the Swiss Unemployment Insurance Act. All people remain in custody. The investigation is looking at abuse of COVID-19 funds by the company's Swiss subsidiaries. LastMinute.com received a total of $29 million between the period of March 2020 and February 2022, money that was earmarked to help to cover for wages during the pandemic. Swiss authorities are now investigating whether those funds were misused by the OTA. Now in news relating to changes in travel due to the pandemic. Southwest Airlines on Thursday morning moved to give its customers more flexibilities with their flight credits. Effective immediately, all Southwest flight credits, whether currently or issued in the future, will no longer have an expiration date, giving the flyers the option to hold them for as long as they want. Travelers will soon see a placeholder expiration date of December 31, 2040 on their credits, but Southwest said that it will soon disappear as it works to update its technology system to remove expiration dates altogether. Southwest, which has been in the forefront of some major customer-first changes in the industry, with things like bags fly free and no change fees policy, said that the move is something that allows it to differentiate itself from its competitors. Lyft plans to shut down its rental car business and cut 60 jobs, according to a report by Bloomberg. The layoffs affect less than 2% of Lyft's total employees, but the jobs are concentrated within the rental car unit. We have decided to discontinue Lyft's first-party rental business to focus on our best-in-class third-party rentals with 6 and Hertz. The decision will ensure that we continue to have national coverage and offer riders a more seamless booking experience, according to Lyft spokesperson Jody Seth. After launching rentals in 2019, Lyft suspended them in March 2020 because of the pandemic. By August, it announced a partnership with Sixth to relaunch rentals. Twenty twenty one will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. United Airlines and Air Canada have agreed to expand their relationship with a new joint business agreement. The two airlines since nineteen ninety seven have had US antitrust immunity. Under the new agreement, the airlines will be able to coordinate network and schedules and enhance code shares on transport of flights. The deal will also allow customers to connect to 38 code share destinations in the U.S. and 8 in Canada with the opportunity to add more code share destinations, according to both airlines. In addition, members of United's Mileage Plus and Air Canada's Aeroplan loyalty programs will have more accrual and redemption options. Trainline Partner Solutions is extending its international operations through a new deal with Italian high-speed train operator Italo. The partnership will see Trainline's B2B arm provide a white-label online booking platform for Italo, offering a multi-modal ticketing through the train operator's website, including regional trains run by Trentelia and bus connections from Itabus. Italo is a private company which started operating train service in 2012 and continues to serve over 60 stations throughout Italy. And now in news relating to the return to travel. 
Frankfurt Airport intends to reduce the number of takeoff and landings at its facility to 88 movements per hour, according to the airport. The move comes after other airports, including Heathrow, have restricted the number of flights operating or the number of passenger departures in order to get a handle on service disruptions, which have mounted during the summer amid strong travel demand. Lufthansa Airlines CEO welcomed the decision by Frankfurt Airport, noting that even though the airport has raised the capacity of ground handling services, it is still not sufficient due to high sickness absence rate, even for the flight schedule that has already been reduced several times. Amadeus has revealed a solid quarter with revenue hitting $1.18 billion for the first three months ending June 30th. The revenue figure for the Madrid-based GDS was up 18 percent points on the previous quarter and represented about 83 percent of Q2 2019 revenue. The CEO and president of Amadeus says that the company saw improvements in travel agency bookings and passengers boarded, particularly in North America. Hertz announced that their second quarter corporate business volume has reached about 70% of 2019 levels. Hertz reported total revenues of $2.34 billion, up 25% from $1.87 billion a year before. Adjusted net income was $500 million compared with $400 million in Q2 of 2021. Car rental transaction days were up $35 million, up 19% year over year from $29 million. Hotel giant Accor has reported a very strong rebound in activity for its second quarter. The France-based company reported 1.7 million euros in revenue for the first half of 2022, a 97% increase on the same period last year. According to the group's report released on Thursday, this translates to a 119% increase in revenue for hotel services compared to 2021. Accor's chairman and CEO said this quarter's strong rebound exceeded pre-pandemic levels for the first time with positive activity in all regions for all of our brands. Jetstar will become the first Australian airline to relaunch flights between Japan and Australia after announcing it will reinstate its Tokyo Narita service to the Gold Coast next month. The direct Japan route is expected to deliver over 350,000 inbound international seats to the Gold Coast over three years, generating almost $300 million in overnight visitor spending. The route was secured as a result of the Queensland government's $200 million attracting aviation investment fund. And now in some technology news. Colombian airline Avianca has signed a three-year deal with Sabre Corp to distribute NDC and other content to Sabre-connected agencies. Embracing NDC distribution and creating differentiating content that reflects the needs and wants of today's traveler is more important than ever, according to Avianca VP of Sales and Distribution. Avianca announced earlier this year that it would form a holding company with Brazilian low-cost airline Goal that would control both airlines. The airlines expect the transaction to close later this year. Akasa Air will become India's newest airline when it takes to the sky on Sunday, August 7th. The airline will launch with 28 flights a week between Mumbai and Ahmedabad. Later in the week, starting on August 13th, Akasa Air will start another 28 flights between Bengal and Kochi. Akasa Air has launched the sale of its tickets through its website and ticketing partners. And now in news about sustainable travel. 
The UK government is to introduce a new mandate on the use of sustainable aviation fuel as part of its jet zero strategy to achieve net zero emissions from flights by 2050. The strategy, which was unveiled, will require that at least 10% of jet fuel must be produced from sustainable sources by 2030. The government is also committing UK domestic aviation to achieve net zero emissions by 2040 and all airports in England to be zero emissions the same year. Aer Lingus has signed an agreement with sustainable aviation fuel manufacturer Givo in which the airline has committed to purchase 6.3 million gallons of SAF per year for five years beginning in 2026. The expected value of the agreement is about $173 million. Aer Lingus, as part of the International Airlines Group, has pledged to achieve net zero carbon emissions by 2050. American Airlines has also signed an agreement with Givo in which it commits to purchase 100 million gallons of SAF per year for five years with deliveries beginning in 2026. The airline is part of One World, and this agreement falls under the deal signed by Givo and One World in March in which member airlines planned to purchase SAF from Givo. American Airlines' agreement is valued at $2.7 billion over the five-year term, according to Givo. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Oh, my God.